Welcome to the Asset Management Mastery Podcast. Your hosts, Gary Lipsky and Kyle Mitchell, have more than 50 years of combined experience in operations and management, and more than 25 years of real estate investing experience. This show focuses on educating syndicators and apartment owners on how to build systems and manage their properties more efficiently to become a best-in-class operator. 100% straight talk. Let's jump in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Asset Management Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lipsky. This podcast is focused on educating operators. Choosing the right insurance coverage for multifamily properties isn't that complicated, if you know who to talk to. At the Garzella Group, we're uniquely qualified to help you navigate the range of policy choices you have, and we're committed to saving you 30% in the process. We do intensive market research and have nationwide relationships, so we can find coverage other insurance brokers simply can't. We should talk. Go to quotenow.biz, and we'll start the conversation. building better systems, and becoming a best-in-class operator. Be sure to check out our Facebook group, Asset Management Mastery, where we have a great community of thousands of like-minded individuals sharing resources and helping one another. Today, I wanted to talk about a recent deal I closed on. This is definitely a unique deal and something that a lot of people have been talking about lately, adaptive reuse. And when COVID started, there was a lot of talk about converting distressed hotels into multifamily properties. And we looked at a lot of deals. For many hotels, it was, it was hard to make the numbers work. And there just weren't many distressed opportunities out there. I know a lot of people were talking about blood in the streets, but, but that never really materialized. Some people did very well with this type of opportunity. And there'll continue to be these types of opportunities out there for people. There's, there's also been a lot of talk about office space being converted to multifamily, as there just isn't as much need for it, obviously, now with a lot of work from home and, and uh, hybrid situations. That's what we're going to be talking about today, office space to multifamily, adaptive reuse. So the property that we closed on recently is located in booming Phoenix Metro. And I say booming because of the, the rent growth, job growth, population growth have been on fire in this area, including prices for homes and apartment buildings. The, the property is in a small town called Youngtown. And people that have lived in Phoenix for years often have never heard of Youngtown. And it's no disrespect to Youngtown as it's a, it's a nice, clean city. But like I said, it's small with a population just over 6,800 people. It's so it's just under 1.5 square miles. It's in the northwest part of Phoenix, close to Peoria, which is next to Glendale, where the Arizona Cardinals play for you football fans out there. This property is garden office space with a ton of parking. So we knew we could add more units. You know, we had the parking and enough land, though not an abundance of both. So we had to work within certain parameters. This property looks like it could be an apartment complex. So that, that was the first thing that kind of drew us to it because, you know, we weren't looking at your, let, let's say, typical office building, you know, three, five more, you know, more stories. This was, you know, single level. It, it looked like it. So we knew, you know, we didn't have to have a tremendous imagination for it. When you look at it, it, it feels like 
garden apartment. So that was that was something that that struck us right away. It is zoned for commercial and residential use, just like next door, where there already was an apartment building or is an apartment building. So that covered our first hurdle. Now, obviously, we had a, we had a talk with the city before making that assumption, and they confirmed that we could, but we still had to go through the approval process with them because we wanted to get a variance on uh, the size of the units and some setbacks. Uh, like I said, it's a small city, so not a lot of red tape to go through. And they, they wanted this project to happen as it would be good for the city instead of the kind of rundown office space that, that's currently there. They did want to make sure that we'd have quality tenants and we assured them of our vetting process. We had a lot of paperwork to fill out, a review hearing, a planning and zoning meeting, a town council meeting, then one more special meeting for approval. And you know, luckily, they made it as smooth a process as possible for us. And, and I'm condensing many weeks and a ton of work, but, but talking about paperwork and meetings just, just isn't very exciting. Okay, so the original plan was to able to get 54 units out, out of the existing buildings and build 48 new units to the rear of the property. But the fire department rejected those plans. They wanted the ability to turn their trucks around in the back and be able to check off all their safety requirements. So we needed to change our plans. We came up with a new design that added more units to the front side of the property and reduced the amount in the rear, which allowed them to check off all their safety boxes. It was great to get immediate feedback from them because in, in other places, even small cities, you know, it, it could take two months for feedback. And we were able to resolve this issue within a week, which is, which is fantastic. Uh, we do have some office tenants in there now. So what we'll do is we're working with a local agent to find them space elsewhere that, that suits them. And most of the leases are short-term anyway, so that won't be an issue. Currently, the plan for phase one is to create 44 units out of the existing main three buildings. We'll need to add more electrical, plumbing, partition off the units, build out kitchens and bathrooms, and, and we'll have them back to back to save on costs. And it's going to be quite a, a bit of work that we'll have to really stay on top of it. As, as you're going through this process, we'll be working with our property management company to create visuals and artwork so that they can start pre-leasing units, which will allow us to generate cash flow as soon as we're finished. Now, phase two is we're, we're going to demo the street-facing building and build two three-story buildings perpendicular to the street with 24 units in each for a total of 48 units. And we'll capture the parking that was between the front building and the two main buildings on the side. So we'll, we'll lose that, but we'll, we'll still have plenty of parking and, and there's, there's parking in the back where we're not building all the units as well. Like I said, in the back, though, we will, in the back corner, build 12 more units for a total of 104 units and just under 80,000 square feet. What's cool about this location is that they're building a park close to the back of our property. So we'll build a gate for our residents to access it directly, which will be a nice selling point when we're leasing up. This is going to be an 18 to 24 month process to do all the work and, and get it stabilized. And Obviously, there are a lot of moving parts, so having good systems in place will be critical for our success. Uh, we have a lot of work ahead of us, and I'm really looking forward to seeing this project come to fruition. You know, seeing our you know our our, our vision and and everyone's hard work. 
you know, making, making it happen. So to me, I, I love that part that it's, it's, it's super exciting. So adaptive reuse, you know, you're going to hear a lot about that in the upcoming years. And I, I bet we're going to see some really cool projects. Hopefully this project, when it's all done, you'll check it out and, and say that it's really cool as well. It's going to be fun to see how creative people get with adaptive reuse. And if you're working on a similar project, you know, let me know. I'd love to have you come on the show and, and tell your story. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. If you like to get our newsletter and keep up to date on this project and future opportunities, be sure to head over to our website, breakofdaycapital.com and sign up for our free passive investors guide. You can also fill out our investor application there and schedule a call with me. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And if you like this episode, head on over to iTunes and Stitcher and like, subscribe, and leave a review for this podcast and help us grow our audience. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. You can also go to the Asset Management Mastery Group on Facebook so you can reach Kyle and Gary and ask your questions that you want them to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, go to assetmanagementmastery.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with Gary and Kyle, sign up on the contact page so you can talk to them directly. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode.